Suddenly, there was a different kind of banging noise, and the clumsies dived under the desk, just as Mr. Bulletin burst into the room. He was wearing a hat, and a coat, and a scarf, and some gloves. Where is it? he barked. I'm doing it now, Mr. Bulletin, said Howard. It's supposed to be done already, said Mr. Bulletin. I know, said Howard, but... Well, why isn't it? It's so cold, said Howard, his teeth chattering. I'm having trouble typing. Mr. Bulletin stared at Howard, and then at Howard's hands. Mittens, he squawked. Mittens? You can't type in mittens. Well, it isn't easy, but... Take them off, said Mr. Bulletin. But if... Off, said Mr. Bulletin. Off! But if I take them off, my fingers will freeze, said Howard. Mr. Bulletin stuck his face very close to Howard's. I don't care about your fingers, Howard Armitage, or any other bits of you. All I care about is getting that report properly typed, without mistakes and without mittens. Have it ready by the end of the day, or you're fired. Howard began typing frantically, and Mr. Bulletin stalked out of the room. Purvis and Mickey Thompson looked at each other. Poor Howard, said Mickey Thompson. We must find that boiler and fix it, said Purvis. Let's start at the radiator and work backwards. Next to the radiator was a small hole in the wall, so they climbed into it. Inside the wall was a long silvery pipe with an official-looking sign on it. What does it say? asked Mickey Thompson. Purvis stood on Mickey Thompson's back to get a better look. Sector B, lower access, only last insp 9.89 REFJPJ, read out Purvis. <laughs> said Mickey Thompson, muffledly. Eh? said Purvis, climbing off. I said, would you mind ever so slightly getting off me now, please, thank you, said Mickey Thompson. What do you think it means? Doesn't seem to make any sense at all, said Purvis. Maybe we should go back then, said Mickey Thompson. Must be nearly tea time. You've only just had your lunch, said Purvis. Come on. So they climbed into the pipe and slid down and around and around and down for what seemed a very long time. "'Wee!' said Mickey Thompson, who was enjoying himself. "'Whoa!' said Purvis, who was beginning to feel anxious about whether they'd ever reach the end and what they'd find there if they did. But eventually they arrived in the basement. They'd never been this far down in the building before. It was gloomy and cold and echoey and smelt of damp and feet. Purvis shivered. Through thick clouds of yellowy-grey steam, they saw an enormous dome-shaped thing. It was made of rusty metal and was covered in dust and soot. There were a lot of pipes going into it, and a lot of other pipes coming out of it, and it was topped off with a complicated arrangement of bellows, springs and dials. Wow, breathed Purvis. The boiler! He walked all the way round and fetched up in front of the largest of dials. Hello, said the boiler. Purvis jumped backwards, and Mickey Thompson shot underneath a nearby cupboard. Um, may I help you? asked the boiler politely. Well, said Purvis, I'm Purvis, and he's Mickey Thompson. He nodded in that direction, and Mickey Thompson reappeared and waved. 
I'm Bernie, said the boiler. We've come to fix you, announced Mickey Thompson. Oh, yes, said Bernie, nervously. Yes, confirmed Purvis. The building's freezing cold and Howard says it's because you're not working properly, which means he can't work properly, which means there'll be trouble from Mr Bulletin. Oh, dear, said Bernie, dissolving into a fit of coughing, which made his pressure gauges rise alarmingly and steam shoot out. Everything shook, and there was the sound of pipes hammering in the distance. Purvis handed up a tissue. I'm all bunged up, said Bernie. He sneezed five times and sniffed loudly. That'll be what's causing it, said Purvis, nodding. Don't worry, we shall unbung you. Oh, said Bernie. Righty-o. Uh, how? Um, said Purvis. Yes, said Bernie. Well, said Purvis. With our unbunging equipment, said Mickey Thompson. Exactly, said Purvis. We'll go and fetch it now. 